This is AI Podcast, not artificial intelligence, agency intelligence. Our team's going to be 10 times stronger than all the other teams. A platform for agents. When people think of niche marketing, they're thinking so small scale. In real life agencies, sharing their thoughts. All you need to do is get in front of more people. To transform an industry. Better coverages, uh, better pricing, just better everything. Real. The difference between givers, takers, and matchers. Agents. I guess I took a slightly different path coming to the agency. I know a lot of agencies. You can partner your clients with those companies that are looking for that specific target market. This is AI Podcast. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another episode of Agency Intelligence, where I give you real agents inside real agencies giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that they try to make you believe out there. This is Cass. I'm here. And today I got somebody special for you, loyal listeners. And I say that because this man and I, we have history. We, uh, we, I have to say, cause I wouldn't have said it then, but I'll say it now. I think we achieved great things together. Um, just not me and him, but me and him and a collection of a few other hand folks, uh, hand, uh, handful, I should say, of folks who helped inspire thousands of agents across America back from my time started in 2010 on the National Young Agents Committee. Quincy, when did yours start? What was it, 2012, 2011? No, 20, uh, 2011. 2011. That's why I thought I'd been on one year and then you'd come on. So anybody, anyways, loyal listeners, welcome um, to Agency Intelligence. You know I love you and I'm bringing people who are inside the agency. If you're a new loyal listener, that's the difference between agents influence and uh, agency intelligence is Quincy, who I'm going to introduce here in a minute, is inside an agency. He's worked from the ground to the top. He's been the male boy and he now is a leader of the empire and all he does is just help his agencies and his other businesses flourish. Quincy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, sir, for having me. Well, to say who, what your title is and who you, you know, are, um, I'll just say, because I don't really know, what would you say your passion that you do day to day is today? Uh, my passion? Your really job, is your, your, your career, you know what I mean. And I say again, my guest officially, I'm the president and CEO of Branch Benefits Consultants. But on a daily basis, JC, I get to wake up and lead people. And I think that's what I'm probably more passionate about mm-hmm. is leading people. I agree. I agree. It's so fun. It's so fun. It's so uh, so challenging. It's so rewarding. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so challenging. So rewarding. I mean, some days you want to throw in the towel and then some days you're just like, nah, that's just that's just how it is, you know? Yep. So here's something, Quincy, that um, as we get into this, I want you to, um, I've got a story that I've known about for, see, it's 2020. I've known about this probably since, well, obviously since I started the podcast, but it's something the loyal listeners have never known. And it directly involves you. Quincy. So it's kind of exciting. So you loyal listeners, it kind of starts right off in the podcast because I have three questions that I like to ask everybody. And you are an instrumental part of one of those. And so the the first question I ask is, is are you an iPhone or are you a Droid user? iPhone. 
iPhone, okay? This is the instrumental part. What's the last app you downloaded? Wow, uh, Team Snap, which is an app for my daughter's um, basketball club team. <laughs> okay, Team Snap. So that's why that, what you don't know, loyal listeners, and what he probably doesn't, is you ask that question to a panel of CEOs, I think it was in New Orleans or somewhere like that. And you know, every year we rotated who was led that and it was your turn to lead and you did a great job. Um, And there were some high power executives on the stage. And one of the questions that you asked to open it up was to kind of break the ice was, what's the last app you downloaded? And I always remembered like, wow, that is really good. Like that's, that's a really good question, you know, because that's something that everybody does. No Mm -hmm. one that has a cell phone has never not downloaded an app. You downloaded some kind of app. So it's something you can relate to. And most people have done it recently. And so that's why I always threw that out there. So loyal listeners right here, the brains behind the question that has been asked hundreds of times came from my man see because it's tell me your thoughts tell me your ideas and i'm going to tell the world what you have to say i've been telling the world what you've been having to say quincy for for years i love it okay we'll get off that but anyway, I'm glad I help. <laughs> just what you're doing you know you know you that you know you're doing it right when you're helping and you don't even know right right that's that's the good stuff that's the good stuff now let me ask you um do you love to win or do you hate to lose Wow, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I'm probably more. I'm probably more love to win. You probably more love to win. Mm-hmm. Any reason why? Uh, only because and and shout out to the late great, but I I subscribe to that Mamba mentality, you know. And I'm, I'm all about okay, what does it take to win? And really, when I I guess if I lose cast, I don't necessarily count it as a loss because I'm trying to figure okay, what what did I do wrong? Or mm-hmm. what I could have done better? Because I'm gonna come back next time, and I'm gonna make sure I win. So that's right. That's why I say I'm probably more love to, love to win. It's the drive to win that makes you want to learn from the loss, so that you can get back in that winner's seat. And you know the thing is, Quincy. I don't know about you, because I, that would be my answer. The loyal listeners know that. And and mine is, you know, I was thinking about this the other day when I was driving, and I was thinking like, why I love to win is because I I don't know, but I'm compelled to winners. Right. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to root against the Patriots and maybe you have your own reason, but a lot of times they just want to see them lose. I'm the Mm -hmm. kind of person that's like, no, I want to see them win. This is cool building this dynasty. And and it's it's one of the cool things that we have right now with Brady. Everybody kind of wants to see him win now, which is really cool because four years ago, they're like, beep, 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 you know, Brady, like we don't care about that. You know, he's a cheater and all that. But anyways, now um it's uh it's different so anyways that's that's good i like that now there's two things here in the podcast that we believe there's a lot of things like god your family that have been instrumental in your life but Mm -hmm. if we said here on the podcast that we have two and one would be skill or luck which one would you think has led to your success more in your life skill or luck this Uh, is the last question i promise no, and, and man, there's some good stuff here. Uh, I'm going to modify your question a little bit. Come on. And just simply say, instead of skill, I'm going to say favor. And only because mm. when, when you said God, you know, of course, you know, I, I, I truly believe and understand that I've been placed in this position 
for such a time as this. And so, you know, not so much luck, but just favor. That favor has put me in the right places, JC. Favor mm. has put me to meet the right people um, like yourself. And I, as I tell you all the time, man, I'm not the smartest insurance person. I'm not the best business person. But favor just happens to work out for me. So I say again, so not luck, but favor. I'm reading the book Greenlight. You and I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but it comes to it. And it's funny because he has a saying, and I'll butcher it, because how he breaks up the book is great. But he has these little things called bumper stickers or prescriptions. And they're little bitty antidotes that he's found true. And um, he said, I can't hide the fact that there's somebody out there looking out for me. Because when things need to go right, they do. And, and I'm not saying that that means that we're more special than somebody right. else, but if favor, right. I love the word that you use there. And that's fantastic, Quincy, Van, fantastic. Uh, little listeners, as you can see, you can see once again, while I always bring the best on for you, because I don't want to pollute your mind. You got enough stuff to learn. I want to bring in the best. So Quincy, take us back to high school, take us back to college. I kind of know this story, but in two, three minutes, give us something to relate to, bring us to how you are right now in this position. Wow, um, long story short, man, my, my journey started in Louisiana. Um, you know, moved to Vegas in my sophomore year, my junior year of, of high school. And really, that was an interesting in, in itself because went to Vegas one summer, told my dad, hey, man, I think Vegas is a great opportunity for us. You know, I want to move. He didn't bat an eye. Said, hey, let's do it. You know, my godparents, again, favor. My godparents were in the right spot and said, you know what? Hey, send him. I took a two and a half day bus trip from Louisiana to Las Vegas and Man, the rest has been history since then. You know, I had a great high school career. It allowed me to get a, a scholarship to go play basketball and academics in Colorado. You know, came back to UNLV and finished up in Vegas. And it's been all she wrote since then. It, loyal listeners, you heard him, college basketball player, college athlete. Uh, uh, brand, or, um, we say a lot around here, Quincy, that that uh, people who are, are very good producers, sometimes very high achievers, um, most of the time are college athletes. I've seen so many women mm -hmm. on here who you find out that they played softball competitively or gym or gymnastics and they're rock stars in what they do. I, the same mm -hmm. thing with men. A lot of times it's either basketball, a lot of baseball. Baseball players were like gritty, you know, they're like, they get dirty. As you tell them, no, they're just going to get up and throw dirt right in your face. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And sometimes you need that here in this industry. Um, so, yeah, that's great, man. So here's one thing that I thought was cool. Before you kind of got into this, maybe I think your dad might have been in the benefits a little bit. Mm -hmm. Didn't you like sell um, uh, toiletries and stuff like that? I can't remember goods to the casinos. Yeah. Tell us about that. That was kind of one yeah. of your first ventures, right? Man, you, you got a great memory, dude. I just want to say that. When I meet awesome people, I soak stuff up, but yeah. Nah, but no, man, and you're absolutely right. My, my father's been in the insurance business for over 30 years, and literally, I didn't want to do insurance at all. So, you know, I, I was fortunate to be in a position where I, I had a sanitation supply company. So we were doing, like, toilet tissue and paper towels and other things of that nature, too, some of the larger properties I hear, I had a big contract with a casino, had a couple contract with a couple utility companies. And for me, I was well on my way, you know, doing my thing. And as, of course, you know, business would happen, things took a turn. And, you know, the good thing is my father was right there, had a company, 
And, you know, I was able to slide in there. And you mentioned it earlier, but I tell people all the time at some point, you know, and I'm, gonna tap, I'm probably going to tap into you at some point, sir, because I have this idea for writing my own book at some point, you know, when it says going from the file room to the boardroom, you know, my journey. Because literally, Jason, I started off working at my dad's um, agency in the file room that was probably as big as a closet that just had files, cabinets all over the place. And I was filing deck pages, you know, and I was doing that and I was getting the mail and I was the, the cleaning boy on Saturday. So, you know, to go from that to where I am today, I, I tell people all the time, there's no aspect of an agency that I haven't seen run. So, you know, I may not be the best at it, but at least I've seen it in some way, shape, fashion or form. Mm-mm-mm. Helps us to relate to our employees, helps them to relate and have confidence in us that, mm-hmm. yeah, he's trying to ask me to do something, but I got to remember, I mean, he, he, he did it for five, six, seven years by himself before I was here. You know, mm-hmm. it's that mutual understanding. So, so you're right. I love that. I love that. Uh, you know, it, it's, it, it, the reason what struck me was, is, is when I remember you telling me about that and, and I thought to myself, like, wow, you know, at the time I was 27, 28, 29, trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to my own, my own business. And I'm looking like, man, this dude, this dude, you know, is doing this, you know, he just opened up a, I say hospitality, toiletry, but sanitation, uh, cleaning, mm-hmm. right. Sanitation, cleaning business you sold products. Right. And, and, and I, you know, I was just always so intrigued by that. And Quincy, I mean it. It's like being around Billy Williams or Tom Baker or Miles Merlin yeah. and these other smart people. Like my brain just soaks it up, you know. And not many people do I know pass the insurance test the first time. I mean, that that's I know that sounds crazy, but a lot of people mm-hmm. on average second, third time, CIC was a breeze for me. When someone is speaking knowledge and wisdom like you were at such a young age, because you and I, what I'm, I'm, how old are you right now? I'm forty. I'm forty-two. Forty-four. What? I thought you were a couple <laughs> years younger than me. Shit. No, sir. Okay. okay, makes sense. Makes sense. Still though, still though, at the same age, what you had already accomplished, I wanted to, and and so, anyways, so you were. How did you exactly find out? If I'm correct, uh, I can't remember his name. Joe Hernandez, uh, I think, yeah. was his name. Uh, that was the president out there in Nevada. Um, I think he was one of the people had, who had said to me, Jason, you need to meet this Quincy Branch guy. Do you? Mm-hmm. Uh, was was there any? I think he was instrumental in getting you part of this big guy, right? Yeah, and, and Joe Joe Hernandez actually was a business partner of my father in his agency when he first got started. But at the time, yeah, Joe was the president of our local association, and you know, and Joe had was very high influential with, with national as well, yeah. and just sort of made those inroads and made those connections. And man, look where we are today. I know, I know, man, and I know, and you know, and I am the first one sometimes that beats up because I think it be it pushes the big eye forward in their thinking and their mentality because I never want to beat them up, but I always want to push them forward. But back in 2010, 2013, when you and I were, and were, you know, and Jill Roth and Boyd McGee and all yeah, these great Clint, people, yeah. Clint, yeah, you know, I mean, it was, it was, it was uh, Clint Ivy, man, he reached out to me. Uh, probably about two or three months ago on on uh, LinkedIn and was like, hey, really? things are great. Yeah, and I replied back to him. He didn't reply, and I was like, yeah, that dude's just busy. But thanks, you know, Clint, if you happen to be listening to this because you, you see it's Quincy and I – or Quincy and I say, hey, what's up? So Yeah, yeah definitely. I, 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 may, I, I may be connected with him maybe like a year ago, you know, just you, you off did? of some random. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what's crazy? I, if I remember correctly, uh, when he, he joined and then he had to leave, I think it was because uh, he, he his father-in-law had died and he had to go take over that large company. Yeah. Which was, this is what yeah. insurance allows you to do. You know, that's why this baby's beautiful. So anyways, getting back to it, I just try, loyal listeners, just sorry about that. Quincy and I haven't talked on the phone or anything since, so these things oh. come up and we want to talk about it. Quincy, so since then, now since those days, 10 years ago, eight, nine years ago, you now, because dad owned it, but if it, what's it look like now? Like, do you own it? Is dad still in the business? I know you've been buying businesses. I mean, mm-hmm. what's it look like today? What are you doing? Man, it looks like today, well, I'm, I'm 100%, you know, running it now. Um, and I tell people all the time, my father's in a position right now, Jason, where he's doing what he loves and does best. We call him the politician. So, you know, um, it, he, he, he has the best, sweetest deal ever. We walk in, he's reading the Wall Street Journal. You know, he takes a couple of phone calls. But going back to the politician, he does what he does best, which is go out there. We call him the rainmaker. Hey, you don't have to do anything other than go out there and just build relationships and bring in business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and I think... He loves that, and, and I got to give him a real big shout-out, and I really do appreciate that because one of the things that we and him always talk about, especially, you know, with the familiar relationship, but also from a business standpoint, that he always says, man, I knew how to get out of the way. Like, I, I knew when it was my time to get out of the way. And so, you know, we don't have that typical knock-on-wood contention of he's still trying to lead and still trying to, you know, do this and do that in the agency. No, he understands his role. He gives me and my leadership team the opportunity and, and leeway and the latitude to do what we do best. So, it, you know, it, it works for us. Mm, it, it really like works. That. So I, I, I appreciate like that for him. Mm, I like that. I write that down because one of these great things you say is going to be the – uh, lead uh, of this in the title of this podcast. That's good stuff. I know when it's time for me to walk away. Loyal listeners, so much for you to be able to listen and learn from that statement because I know there's a lot of you who are 50, 55, 60, 65. Doesn't mean you need to walk away tomorrow, but have you thought about you know when that time mm-hmm. is? Right. And, 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 and it's easy also easier for your father in the way that he did know that he has you. So let's be true. A lot of loyal listeners mm-hmm. out there, agency owners are kind of like, I'm trying to find that. I didn't have a daughter. I didn't have a son that was going to come up, you know, right. and maybe sometimes that's their stress is trying to find that thing, you know. Um, Quincy, whenever you first started getting in and you had left your own business and you had joined your dad, didn't you do more of the benefits? Was that my right about that or no? Well, actually, uh, when I first got in, long story short, I actually got in on the PNC side. Um, okay. You know, I, I was licensed PNC first, and I can truly say this, I knew enough to be dangerous. And, you know, my father had a small uh, personal lines agency. We didn't really do a lot of commercial. And so I got the license just because, you know, he said, do that first. You know, get that. You'll be fine. But I was really doing more of the accounting stuff. I was, I was more so the math mind behind the scenes, making sure oh. the money was flowing and everything else because I didn't want to talk to clients. Like, contrary to popular belief, I am an extreme introvert. Like, I don't like public speaking. I, you know, that I do it, but that's, it's, it's, it's a, it's a job for me, put it that way. Um, But then, you know, after a couple of, about a year or so, you say, well, hey, you know, you're sticking around, go ahead and get your life and health license, you know, just to be well-rounded, do it while you're young, you know, get it done. And I'm like, hey, okay, what's another test? Okay. Got my life and health license. And then he immediately says, oh, you know what? We're going to start a life and health division, and I I want you to run that for me. And probably within a few months of starting the division, we landed, you know, a municipality here in Vegas. 
And it forced me, sir, to just jump into benefits face first. Gotcha. And, and, and I loved it. So, you know, so I tell people all the time, I, 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 I know enough about PNC to be dangerous, you know, but obviously, you know, if I say I have, if I had a niche in knowledge, benefits is definitely my niche in knowledge. Niche in knowledge. I love that. Niche in knowledge, dude. I love that. I love little <laughs> things like that. You know, I say niche in knowledge. But, um, okay, now – you know, another, and it is funny because you are heavily involved still in the big eye. And so one mm -hmm. of the things that, that I just, I mean, this is ironic. This is just Cass's timing, I guess, but you were just given a big award. Um, I think yeah. last week, right? A little listeners were recording this on April 15th. Um, I think last week on the 11th or 12th. Oh, no, uh, uh, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. This, this, the, the Tuesday on my birthday, Boy, that was a special day. Golly, that was Tell me about it. <laughs> special day i mean you know what I, I so what is the award that you that you won well and and i was totally just taken off guard with this one because i had no clue but it was the sydney o'brien you know award for government affairs so basically the you know recognition for recognition for my work on government affairs and you know on behalf of independent agents that's right and you so a uh, lot people the the best part of the big eye is their legislative power there's no mm -hmm. one that can duplicate that power that they have. The, the, and when I say power, the influence, the influence. understanding, the yeah. camaraderie, the, you know, knocking on D doors and knocking on R doors. Everybody mm -hmm. always thinks insurance is just ours. No, you got to win with the Ds too. I think mm -hmm. 90 to 92% of the, of the people, the politicians that were funded, um, it was almost even Democrats to Republicans. I think obviously there may have been more Republicans. That would only make sense. But like 80 to 90 percent of them won office you know and i always like to say quincy and i want to hear your points on this but i always say um that they told me a long time ago while you're in your office fighting for your client we're here in dc fighting for you and that's mm -hmm. the truth like there's a lot of legislative efforts that go through that big eye members today benefit from or any insurance agent benefit right. from, mm -hmm. that that was start legislatively by agents getting concerned, taking it to the state level, taking it to the federal level, and making change, right? What do you think mm -hmm. about that? I know you're heavily involved in that. What's your passion and reason why? Right. Well, I think my passion on that, starting on the government affairs side, Jason, is that man, you don't realize how many aspects that insurance actually plays in, especially mm -hmm. when it comes to legislative stuff. You know, if you look at it, probably over 50% or 75% of legislation has some type of insurance component to it and it works both ways especially in, in our business you know one we're fighting for consumer advocate stuff and we're making sure that you know things don't adversely affect our clients but then we're small business owners mm -hmm. so therefore you know we're making uh, like tax tax reform is important to us <laughs> you know and when you look at things of that nature um and, and so forth so in our position i think it's really unique that we have to look at it from a standpoint, okay, how does this affect our clients? How does this affect our businesses? But also, okay, how does this affect us as a business owner? You know, how does this affect mm -hmm. our operations? And then I think to your point, sir, you're very spot on where, you know, the big eye has done a tremendous job and they always get very um, good accolades every year about how they advocate on Capitol Hill. And the good thing about it is, like I say again, member or not, active or not, that work benefits all of us. That's right. You know, and, and we're all beneficiaries of that work. So I, I do. And, and I just believe in this, Cass, simply put, man, when I decided that this was going to be the industry of choice and this is where I was going to lay my hat, I said, you know what? I need to get involved. 
and how best to get involved is to get involved to me at the ground level where change is happening. That's right. You know, it's, it's one thing to have a seat at the table, but it's a whole other thing to make sure that you're ordering off the menu. Mm. You know, it's a whole other thing mm. if you're set, even if you can set the menu, you know, that how, how much better is that? So I just saw government affairs and, and, and that avenue as a way to say, you know what? Okay, I'm at the table, but how can I be a part of setting the menu? You know, and so I've made some great relationships and, and I've learned a lot, you know, from that. Mm -hmm. Influential people, you know, oh, you're man. around successful people. Birds of a feather flock together. That is, mm -hmm. I mean, I have to say, once again, loyal listeners, you know that I'm out there pushing hardcore on the big eye. I call them when I think they do things wrong. I call vendors out when I think they do wrong. Mm -hmm. But I've always said that the big eye legislative effort is the one of the greatest, most powerful things in our industry that people don't see. It's one of those things that works behind the scenes. And mm -hmm. I do so much. That loyal listeners, whether I want to or not, I don't. They every month they take money out of my account that goes to InsurePack. Not mm -hmm. only do I sit here and just talk about it, I actually put my dollars where it is, and I encourage other people to do that. I mean, because simply paying a hundred or a hundred and fifty dollars or a hundred dollars a month, five hundred dollars a month, I know that sounds ridiculous, but simply is paying twenty dollars a month really, really means something when it adds up over a year, you know. And and those dollars are why are used. And I know we hate politicians a lot of times, but at the end of the day. They're up there making laws and we got to have some kind of influence. So, mm -hmm. so I just wanted to point out your award. So of all that stuff, I just said, loyal listeners, he's being recognized. And I think the Sidney O'Brien, if I remember correctly, is one of the highest awards that you can get in. Yeah. That. So, <laughs> I mean, man, I mean, you know what I would have said to him, Quincy? Hey, I appreciate this, but you guys are making me feel old. You know what I mean? I thought, I thought you had to be 60 or 70 to win this thing. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. But anyways, no, I mean, because usually it takes that long for someone to build the resume that you have. And that's mm -hmm. fantastic. That's a testament to you. Good job for there, Quincy. I love that. Thank you, sir. Thank you. So, so now, I mean, we're – and, you know, another great thing about Quincy and his dad when we tie back to that is you guys go to the Final Four um, a lot. Am I correct about that? Did yeah, you guys every, go this every year? year for, every you year for the past eight years. You were able to go this year? No. <laughs> that's, what that, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, wow, I bet you couldn't. Yeah. So if yeah. you if it was able to go, you probably would have went, right? That's like a tradition. Now you're bringing your son, which yeah. is really, really awesome. I love sharing that moment every year with you when you ha snap those pictures and share them, man. It's great. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, it's been a great thing. And like I said, again, I'm looking, up, I'm looking at my wall right now at the past eight years. We missed the last two, obviously, because of COVID. And, you know, uh, the vendor that we use, he called me like two weeks before the final four said, I just don't think we're going to be able to get tickets this year. And I was like, well, I wasn't anticipating you guys getting tickets. So, you know, that that's fine. <laughs> but but like you said, man, it's been something that, you know, it's become my dad and my son sort of man time. And, yeah. and Jason, I said, you've been there, you've seen the pictures and, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But now, man, my son is graduating in a couple of months. And it's utterly amazing that, you know, now I, I got a kid that'll be in college and that we're, you know, we, but we've been able to build those memories, you know, and that's something that we always say that was our man time. Like, no, hey, no girls allowed. We're, we're eating, you know, we're eating ribs and drinking soda and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, to able to have those memories now to say before he goes off to college for the last eight or nine years, man, just like, that, that's the kind of stuff. But also I want to say this, sir, is that we were, I know you know this to be the same as well. We work in an industry, man, that gives you the latitude to be able to do that kind of stuff. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, when you put the work in and necessarily say, okay, you know, I can take that time off and I can do that kind of thing because at the end of the day, that's really what it's all about, man. Like, for, right. you know, forget insurance policies and legislation. You know, it's all about what that type of work affords you to do. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I've been blessed to be able to do that. It allows you to have the most important asset, which is time with your family. Mm-hmm. But it then allows yeah. you that second thing to have the finances to be able to enhance that. You know, and hey, 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 we don't we can sit outside and we can play ping pong or we can throw darts in the yard. I get it. That's all family time. But it's different when you have the financial ability to actually go to Six Flags for the day. Right. Or you have the financial ability to go take a vacation to Hawaii or something. That's another great part of this industry. You know, yeah. um, you, you, you're not, you don't listen a lot to the podcast and that's completely fine. I mean, there's, there's tons that don't, but I talk about the five, um, five, uh, truths of insurance. I believe there's a lot of lies that people believe in this industry. Like I have to have a lot of companies, right. And I need to be able to quote, write everybody. Right. Um, I, 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 a lot of these lies I say prevent us from the five truths, the five truths being number one, a flexible schedule. That's what you just said, being able mm-hmm. to do what second one is, is financial freedom, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm fine. I have its ability to that. Number three is a community builder and contributor, right? Being mm-hmm. someone in my community, being able to be, uh, fill a, um, uh, to be, um, to give money and, and to charity. Right. Um, and then, uh, the second one, the fourth one is empire builder. Right. We're building mm-hmm. an empire that th- th- this industry mm-hmm. allows us. You can't there's not a lot of industries that you go to and you just get to build an empire. I mean, it really it right. really doesn't. And if you do, you have to be the leader of a CEO and you have to have a four year degree. and It's tough to get in. You can create this yourself. And number five is a mentor. It allows you to give mm-hmm. back to those 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 type of people, you know. And so um, it, it's kind of crazy because I was just with Billy. Right. And so before I get onto that, before I get onto that, those are the reasons. So I'm with you there. Those that, that, that flexible, flexible schedule really, really seals that deal. But then all the other things, I always say those first two, the flexible schedule, Quincy, and the um, financial freedom is about you, but the community contributor, empire builder, and mentor is mm-hmm. about helping other people. You know what I mean? Yes. So I, I always think that that's cool. Any thoughts on no, any of that? Totally important. And I guess I'll say this, Jason, I, you know, where I, I may not first time hearing it, but I, I'm sort of excited, sir, because I am living all five of your truths. Literally, I, I, I am living proof of your five truths. So what you say and for all your listeners, trust me, you know, it, that 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 is that's, that's good knowledge. So, you know. Did you hear that virtual intelligence and on-hand VAs actually merge? That's right. I was talking to Michael Cruz and checking out what he has there with his Colombian workers. And I said to him, dude, what's up? You realize you're not a VA, right? He said, what do you mean? I said, you're a VE. Look it up on ChatGPT. I encourage you to do that too. He's got forward-facing VEs. VEs that can answer the phone and take questions 30 days in. You say yes to Michael. I want what you have. In 30 days, that's what he delivers. I said, Michael, this is unbelievable. We're strong in the front, but we're really strong in the back end. You provide the external VE for us. We provide the internal VE. I looked at him. I said, buddy, let's do this together. Let's let's do this. And he looked at me and he put out his hand and like a good solid Cuban American, he said, Jason, I'm committed. Let's do it. And that's what we did. 
We flew to Columbia, we saw his operation, and you need to see it too. Give us a little click at Virtual Intel, that's with two L's, that's Virtual I-N-T-E-L-L.com. Go check us out, see what we're doing. High quality VEs mixed with technology, delivered right into your agency, and you don't have to do all the things that you don't like to do, like hiring, firing, recruiting, recruiting, trying to find processes. Just, there's so much stuff, I can't even say it right. That's right, Virtual Intel, CAS certified. So, so here's another thing. Let me add on to this. So I'm, I'm with Billy on April for my birthday. Um, mm -hmm. My wife had asked me two or three months ago. She said, what do you want to do for your birthday? I said, it's on a Tuesday. That you can't really do much. We can't really go out. We can go out to dinner, but then, you know, let's wait until the weekend. I said, I'd really like to go play golf with Billy because I had just done a podcast on golfing with Billy Williams, one of the most phenomenal oh. podcasts. He's discovered golfing in the last year. Um, done fantastic. He's yeah. Okay. He just qualified for the national USS AMF senior thing. And oh. yeah, it's a, it's a big deal. Um, I, so I thought to myself, I'm going to go play with this guy and I want to learn the wisdoms of golf from him. Right. Not just an hour podcast. And boy, did I get that. You know what I mean? It was like from beginning to end. And it goes back to one of these five truths. It doesn't go back to one of them. It goes back to all five of them. He told me that sometimes, Jason, people don't realize that God put them in a position, and anybody can do it, to be a business owner for five reasons. He said there's five reasons, and I'll probably butcher these because I'm learning all these. I was recording so much, he knew that I was recording, but half the time he didn't, you know? So some of these, so I'm really catching some wisdom. And he, he said to me that passion, God gives us passion because he wants us to be happy and be joyful, right? That's what he does. He gives us products that we create through our passion to be able to help other people. That's, that's part of the plan. He wants us to have profit because that is very important to, like he said, if I'm not making any money, no one else is making any money, right? Exactly. It's as simple as that, right? The second one was philanthropy. So to where you are going to now make enough profit that now you can even give back more, right. just not through your products and stuff. And I, and I, and then number five was, oh gosh, darn it, Jason, don't fail on me. I was doing really good. Uh, the pro, um, ah, I can't remember what it was. Dang it, it'll come to me, loyal listeners. But it all has to do with the final, which that all wraps up into the final P, which is um, purpose. You know, mm -hmm. and that is one of the reasons why you, and when he broke it down that way, I was like, wow, that's really, really cool. And he's like, so the things that you need to make sure that you do, are they, are you going to be able to hit all five of those? Because that, mm -hmm. that, that, that's the point of, of what you're doing yeah. as a business owner, you were given that responsibility to do those five things. I thought that mm -hmm. was really cool. Thoughts on that? No, that, no, that's, that's super deep. And again, we, we both know Dr. Billy and I say again, Every time he speaks, yeah, you just shut up and listen, um, and 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 that's really the key. But no, my, I think that's that's really the truth. Like Jason, you said something earlier in the podcast that man, the life of a business owner is not easy. You know, it, it's not. Um, you know, unless again, people get to see us doing cool things like this and see us golfing with Billy Williams and going to Final Fours, and they, they but they don't see the fact that you know, like myself, I was in here at six this morning. You know, went to bed at at one. And we're gonna start. Like, you know, you don't see that stuff or you don't see the fact that, okay, you got to worry about payroll and things of that nature. But man, at the same time, those five P's, like you said, again, 
sort of like your true north. You know, when things ah. get rough, you know, and, and, and you want to throw in the towel, as you mentioned earlier, I mean, you go back to those five Ps and, okay, why am I doing this? You know, it's bigger than insurance. You know, it's, it's bigger than, quote, unquote, a paycheck. So, I, and, I, and I think you, you need that constant grounding. And you said something, man, that was key talking about mentorship. And I think for me, that's what's been really important with people like, even men like yourself, because trust me, sir, I, I follow you more than you think. And yeah. Dr. Billy Williams and my yeah. dad and things like that. Man, you need people that just can ground you, you know, and you need people that you know that are you know, on the front line with you and they're, they're fighting a good fight. They'll send you a good word or they'll say something you didn't realize they said it. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. That, that was awesome. I need a refresher. So mm-hmm. I, I think to your point, man, the things that you told me you did and you learned with those five Ps, man, that's powerful. You know, and I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to come out with a, with a webinar or a podcast on that sooner or later. So I'm looking forward to that. He will. And you know, one of the things that I got there, Quincy, that I did not expect to get, we talked a lot about parenting. He, mm. he, he told me, I'm going to tell you this, and I've told this to my, to my business partner, I told to my wife, in this industry, there's a lot of people who talk shit. There's a lot mm. of people. You talk to them, you get to know them, then you go visit them, you see them, and you're like, wow, this is kind of interesting, you know. Um, They may not take you to their house. They may not introduce you to their wife, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, is there something going on there? But whatever, that's their thing. There ain't no bullshit with Billy Williams. I mean, not at all. his family is fantastic. They're dynamic. Like, like it's no – there's – the boys – and the men open up the door for the woman. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not like he didn't say like, okay, everybody, Jason's coming over. <laughs> Start what? acting this way. He's like, you know, I mean, this is this is expected, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and it was it, it was really refreshing to see. Um, I saw a lot of personal things inside their family that I was like, wow, they they have a good grounding. And you know, mm-hmm. and he always attributes it back to his father. And it's, he's, 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 he's proud of his mother and he's really proud of his father. So anyways, it was, it was really, really good. And, and, you know, one of the things he, he said a lot of really great things, but I wanted to throw one more in there for, for you loyal listeners that I thought was good is he says, consistency looks like success from the outside. Hmm. I thought that was important because you're talking about what you said, like people don't Mm. see that behind the scenes thing, right? They don't see Mm. that you were there till one and came back at six. They don't see that. But what they see is they see consistency. So what Mm. he was saying to me is, and, and I said to him, I said, Billy, sometimes I think you can do the wrong thing over and over and you eventually be successful. He said, Jason consistently looks like success from the outside. So sometimes you can look successful just by doing the same damn thing, whether it's right, right. or wrong. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, "Damn, I just fell out of the out of the cart." <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it was just—I mean, you know—you just got that, and right. it's so great because this sounds weird to say. He has an answer for everything, but he'll tell you that doesn't mean that that answer fits you. He's right, just yeah. lived and recorded and listened enough that he's found mm-hmm. out that this is the way it works here. So I'm going to continue to do that, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, man, just a, just a fantastic day and a half, just a fantastic day and a half. That's uh, not, that's not, it sounds like an awesome, awesome birthday present, man. It really, truly was, and I knew it would be, and it was an investment. I wanted it to be an investment in my, myself. So anyways, mm-hmm. it was great, great, great stuff. So um, 
Quincy, so so today, I mean, now you are, have you been, have you purchased any agencies lately? Matt, actually we did. We just um, had an acquisition the end of last year, so during thought- COVID, yeah, mm-hmm. December of 2020, you know, we purchased an agency out in um, Florida um, that was probably, Jason, going to be one of our signature and crowning jewels of, quote unquote, you know, our merging acquisition. So really super excited about this this piece of business. So wait a minute. So 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 you're in Nevada, if you remember, loyal listeners. That's where he is now. So now you're over there and going to Florida. Oh yeah, man. I'm trying to get to the beach. You know, I'm trying to get to South Beach. <laughs> hey, I I ain't against you. You know, my plan is 2023. My son graduates from high school. I'm moving to Cape Coral, Port Charlotte, all that Naples. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna move into that area. Like I'm I'm gone. And I'm gonna open a business there, an agency. Mm-hmm. The insurance alliance but a second location so that's why when you said that i'm like man this is quincy and i are thinking the exact same you got to get to the beach so living on the coast uh or not the coast living on the west side of america a lot of times they don't really travel to florida a lot of times they're staying in the california area a lot mm-hmm. for two you know going to arizona for the hot weather and stuff like that is there a lot more people that i know that that travel all the way from the west coast that go to florida like yourself maybe just asking as an American. Yes, more than you know, because again, the, the good thing, California beaches are great, Jason, but it's cold water. You know, we, we don't have warm water beaches. Yeah, so, see? You know. Small town Cass, who doesn't get out of the rule much except for Florida, doesn't <laughs> realize that. And the beaches are white, you know? Yeah. On, on, the, on the Gulf side, right? Yeah. Their, their beaches are white. Got that nice powder sand. It squeaks when you walk in it. And, you know, and then you go to the brown stuff. It's kind of like, well, it's still sand, but, you know, it's not as bright. Right. Anyway. So that's a good, wrong. It's, it's beautiful. But, yeah, like, you know, it's nothing like getting that, that Florida, you know, warm mm. water beach weather. So yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Warm weather brings sharks, but that's okay. They, I'm joking. Yeah. Anyway. Minor so, detail. Yeah, that minor detail. What are the odds, huh? You know, I mean, yeah, you know that that would uh, be bad. Anyway, so so that's cool. So, how many acquisitions is that that you've had for um, your business? That, that makes number three now. Number three. What would you say is the number one thing that you've probably learned in the acquisition that you probably didn't think before your first one that you now know? Ooh, wow. Okay. So I'm, I'm probably going to get in a little trouble on this one here, but I know, you know, I've always been inspired by you to say, speak your mind. Come on. Man, it, Jason, it's amazing how many people don't necessarily run their business effectively or efficiently. If I'm just being candid, you know, because, you know, again, with merging acquisitions, you're going under the wheel, you know, under the hood, you're pulling out spark plugs and everything else. And it's just amazing, you know, the things how people work in their business, but not on their business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in some cases it's disheartening. In other cases, it's like, okay, hey, you know, this is why we're coming in because we want to, you know, hopefully help make it better. So that's probably been my number one. I'm always shocked by that. I don't know why, but I'm always shocked by that. Huh? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I can definitely see that that's true. I say all the time that we're terrible business owners here in the in the insurance industry. We really mm-hmm. truly are. We're, we're we're really bad, and that's okay. <laughs> Um, uh, I say a lot that we definitely wouldn't have as many successful people as we do now if it wasn't for residuals. Residual Mm -hmm. income makes it pretty easy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You work your butt Mm -hmm. off for three to five years. You fall into a couple, you know, good accounts, good referrals. And then all of a sudden you're like, you know, 
you can make $10,000 in new business a year, but it just keeps building. You know, if you just were a solo guy, it allows for things that you never could have done. I say all the time, a lot of times the, a lot of agency owners are good salespeople who thought that they would make more commission if they went on their own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's the biggest lie we've ever told ourselves <laughs> in the world. I, I swear, like I'm talking W2, okay, W2, I have not made as much money as I did in 2009. Now, could I have taken out more money and stuff as a business owner? Yes. But yes. in 2009, when I was a straight producer, and that's the only thing I had to do, I had a book, and I was bringing in well over $200,000. Today, I don't bring that in because I'm just putting it back into my into my company, right? I'm reinvesting right. and reinvesting. Mm-hmm. So that's the mentality that I had as well was like, well, man, if I'm making this much money for them and I'm the only one producing, I could go on my own. And it's like, and it was like, yeah, still to this day, <laughs> you know, I, I, haven't, I, I haven't taken that home, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess I could, but I just haven't. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. trying to find producers. I want to find senior account managers of the highest quality level. You know, hey, another thing that he told me, we're going to end with this. He told me, Jason, he said, you need to either, I I put this in a post. He said, your job needs to either be your passion or needs to fund your passion. Now, you saw that. Now, here's what the mind-blowing thing was on that is I was talking to him about a couple things that I'm thinking about selling. And it was one of the couple reasons why I went out there. He told me that he he just started telling me this right off the bat. I'm like, oh, my gosh, he knows why I'm here. Um, Even though he (laughs) thinks he doesn't know why I'm here, he he does. And I thought about that because that goes back to um, why would you give up something, right? That that you've that you've really kind of built in order mm-hmm. to justify because you may not have a passion for it anymore. And it goes back to what I'm saying here and what I'm trying I'm going to start doing is he says you're not training your managers good enough, Jason. He said you mm-hmm. should be able to have your businesses run. And when I look at a couple of my businesses mm-hmm. where I have very very strong leadership. Sarah Nicholas is one at Agency Intelligence that runs all this stuff. I don't really have to worry about that. I don't, she, we meet two times a week. She tells me this is her baby. She's running it. This is her She. We've got pod squad, which does the uh, edit. It's podcast for all uh, tons of people. She runs that. Um, my agency, I've got a couple people, but I don't think I've trained them as hard as maybe I've worked in other areas because I've always been there to be that leader. And he's really kind of inspired me to say, Jason, you've got to train your managers. And so when I'm going back to the airport, he's like, tell me your top thing, three things you're doing. And he made me record it so that he could, you know, and, and, and that was one of my things was number three is that I need to, I need to train my managers because then I can allow it to fund my passion. Right. Mm-hmm. I can allow my, mm-hmm. I can allow, because I like insurance and it's been a passion of mine, but I also realize I only live once. And I realize that there's other things I want to do like deep sea fish. Right. Mm-hmm. I bought a drone and I think I'm going to get my commercial drone license so I can do inspections for insurance companies on property in Florida. Right. I mean, oh, just okay. these, yeah, like, like little things like that. I mean, I'm a retire. Heck no, I ain't retiring. Right. I'm going to be working forever because I just like to do it. But those things, and he said, Jason, in order to do that, you have to train your managers. What do you think about that, Quincy? Is that something that you're actively doing? Um, think of your businesses. What do you, what do you think? Like I said again, Doctor Billy, and I, I said I, I always reference. I never call him Bill. I always call him Doctor because he he does drop knowledge. 
Uh, but Jason, I mean, he's so true. Like, do even myself, like I, said, I tell people all the time, you know, I even though I'm the, the CEO of this company, I know that the buck stops with me, but also I have to empower people. And and like you said, man, is leadership is key, you know. And mm-hmm. and I think I've, if nothing else, the pandemic has taught me that, Jason, that you know, having the right systems in place and having the right people in place, man, will take you farther than what you think you you know you could ever know or or thinking. And 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 I think I learned it from my dad as well that you, you have to realize that you can't be everything to this business, you know. And if you if you are, then you're going to burn yourself out, and it's not going to be successful because you can only go so far. And so you know that's what we we've been doing, man. We've we've put leadership development um, programs within our agency over the last two years because Ooh. we want to start pouring into our people, you know, and start entry level people even to build leadership skills so therefore we can start growing people. You know, I know you know this, you know, our industry has a hard time with recruiting people in. So mm-hmm. I said, okay, you know what, why not just, re- you know, we call it farm system from within. So how do we build up people from within to make sure that, okay, two, three, four, five years from now, like you said, they're ready for these opportunities and yeah. I'm not scrambling trying to figure, okay, what am I doing here? What am I doing that? So man, I think he's spot on, he you know, and, and like you said, Jason, it's not that you're advocating yourself from the business but you realize that Jason Cass needs to be here for the business, not here mm-hmm. for the business. You know, so it, I, I think brilliant. Mm-hmm. When Tony uh, Ishii or whatever I can't remember his name from Zappos that oh, passed. Shea. Tony Shea, yeah. Tony Shea, excuse me. Yes, yes. You know, I and the article I read. Um, in the article that I read, he said that he sees his people as a greenhouse and his job in the greenhouse is to make sure that every person can grow Mm -hmm. and flourish. Okay. Mm -hmm. He said, but most people see their business as a greenhouse, but they think that they need to be the biggest plant in there that everybody aspires to be or Mm -hmm. ever, or, or I think sometimes we, this is dangerous to say because it can be misinterpreted, but sometimes we, um, we, we live the lie of I'm supposed to be the person that my staff looks up to. I think I, and that's not the exact words. It's um, it, I, just because I'm the boss, I, they don't need to be like, wow, he's the biggest plant. And so we need to grow in the direction that to live up to what type of leader right. he is. They need to be able to lead on their own. And some plants may be a little bit shorter than the other ones because that's them and they have deeper roots, right? Than taller mm-hmm. ones, they, they're taller, but they don't have the deep roots, right? We all have our give and take. Mm-hmm. And I liked that because it made me start to say that the people that they should aspire to be are the people that are under me, right? So like the the personal line techs that help my account managers, they should be their own little greenhouse trying to aspire to be like each other, right? I have mm-hmm. another little greenhouse over here of my commercial lines. I didn't I'm I'm trying to see in that to where I'm outside providing the growth. I'm not necessarily the person. Does that make sense when I say that? No, it, it makes sense. And I, I think Jason, when when you're the leader of a of an agency in this case, to me, your analogy, you're the person that sets the temperature. You know, mm. you set the temperature, you set the culture, you give the structure, you, you know, you build the greenhouse. And then from there, like you said, again, 
You put in the greenhouse, okay, I got beautiful plants over here, I got vegetables over here. You let it all grow, but it all grows according to the structure that you put in place. And then from there, you, you're, you're, you're the pruner. <laughs> you know, you're the person, okay, well, let's, let's change this. Okay, no, too much sun, let's put some shade up over here. You know, but again, if you're always in the, in the, the, the soil, so to speak, trying to grow with people, you don't see that. Mm-mm. So I think to your point, man, it, it's something about truly leadership, understanding their their role and knowing that, OK, yeah, I don't have to be all things to everybody. You know, That's I right. got to make sure this company continues to rock and roll and continue and moves forward. Well, listeners, I gave I brought him on for a reason. I drop in knowledge, drop in wisdom. I really, really appreciate you coming on here, Quincy. Mm-hmm. Thank you, I sir. really, really, truly do. Before I get to my last two questions for you, uh, what anything you want to say wrapping up about this conversation or anything you want agents to know out there about this greatest industry God ever created? Well, I, I think the, the passion and the love came through in our conversation. And again, I truly, I truly appreciate that our conversation was organic. But one of the things, and I, I want to say this, sir, you know, I know we haven't spoken in quite some time. But man, our relationship goes back several years. I was even looking at some photos in my phone of when we were meeting with carriers and going to ballparks and everything of that nature. But one of the things I truly loved about you, Cass, even at an early age, a young age, man, was your passion and your, you know, your your willingness and wanting to say, no, I, I want to get out there. I want to do this and I want to do that. And and that really helped me, sir. Mm-hmm. You know, it really helped me. So if you know, man, like like you said, define that passion. You know, go after it. And like I said, again, I watched you probably more than, than what I care to even say. And oh, man, oh, Cass is doing that. Wow. Oh, Cass is doing that. That's cool. Oh, wow. Oh, that's awesome. So, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. sort of nice and it's cool to see and, and to be here now, respectively, man, knowing what we've done in our careers. So I just want to say hats off to you in front of your listeners. That, Thank man, you. you have the cast that they see today is the cast I knew, you know, 10, 11, 12 years ago. And, and I guess that, and, and that says a lot because you haven't changed. Thank you. You know, in, in a sense, like you, obviously we've all matured, we've gotten mm-hmm. better, but you know, right. You know, some, some have lost, some have great. That's why I keep mine low. Um, but you know, you haven't changed with that passion, you know, and, and it's super cool to see that man. And, and so I really do appreciate what you're doing. And, you know, from a listener standpoint, I, I, I think what we talked about today I don't want to take away from that. And I think if the listeners can just take away something we talked about, boom, boom. man, that's what it was all about, Cass. You know, mm-hmm. can you drop a nugget that can encourage somebody to take one more step? Can you drop a nugget that will encourage somebody to just move one step further? And I think this industry is great. You know, this industry has put food on my table, put clothes on my kids' back. It's putting my kid, going to put my kids through college. And I'll just say this, man, it's one of those industries that have stood the test of time. You know, even in the face of the pandemic, you know, I've seen colleagues get stronger during this time. You know, I've seen agencies get better. Mm-hmm. So we're in a great industry, man. And I would just say, let's continue to fight for it. You know, let's continue to make sure we get better in it. So that's all I got. Thanks for being a part of it, man. Thanks for uh, strengthening it. Now, I know we talked about it a couple times about that wonderful family we ha- you have. And uh, I know one of the things is with your boo, maybe you're watching Hulu. I don't know if you get your kicks on Netflix or you spend your time on Amazon Prime. But what are you and the lady watching when it's late at night after you come home at one? You're trying to your brain. Probably not one. You're trying to go to sleep. But, you know, it's late at night. What are you guys watching? What are you guys uh, lately? What's something you've watched out there? We, we are huge uh hgtv watchers yeah. um now now lately 
we've been watching this RV show. Like we, and I don't know why, but we've been watching RV shows like crazy. And so my wife had been planting the seed that we maybe should go look at some RVs. And I'm like, for what? Like we don't drive that, but you know, no here, no there. But so the RV show is, is where we're at right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, it's so funny, the shows that we watch and, and, and we always were like, now nah, I don't know why we're watching this, but it's just the weird things, you know, even right. Billy told me some of the shows he was watching. You could tell he's kind of like, well, cause that, you know, it really, it's just something that we do. It's one of those personal times. Last question though, leaders are readers and readers are leaders. And I know you're a leader, so you must be a reader. What have you been reading or read lately that you want to uh, tell us you mm. have? Wow. Interesting. Uh, good question. And well, I got it right here, man. Uh, my my CIO and COO gave me this book, and I'm reading right now. I just started it. Blessing or curse? Curse. You can choose. You can choose. And so, like, you know, he told me, he said, "Man, like, I was re- I was reading this, and I thought of you." So I just started reading that, and you know, it just simply talks, but it says, "Freedom from pressures you thought you had to live with." You know. And so you had to live with. Right. And and, and that's what that's what I like about that. The things you thought you had to live with. So not it's it's sort of off the beaten path of me reading from a a business standpoint. But I think that's just personally where I'm at right now. Like say again, just trying to feel, okay, how almost like you say with your birthday, man, how do you continue to pour back into you? Because listeners, I think that's key. Man, never forget that you're important. (laughs) What they say, self care is important. Yes. You know. Come and on. We, we got to take care of ourselves, man. So for me, that's what I'm doing right now, man. Trying to figure out, okay, how can I recharge myself and, and do that? So, you know, on top of that, I'm super excited. My wife and I, we are celebrating 20 years um, of marriage in June this year, dude. And, you know, we're going to Hawaii and mm. we've already got our ticket booked. And I'm, I'm, I'm unplugging mm. and just going to enjoy life a little bit, man. So those are the kind of things I'm focused on right now, Jason, to be totally honest. Mm. Mm-mm. Got me by ear. My wife and I will be 20 years in September 28th of 2022. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, okay. And what's crazy is, is that's that's where I think I'm going to take her is, is Hawaii. So <laughs> I'm trying to keep it quiet, though. She's been wanting to go there for a while. And we've every time we want oh, almost about ready to go, there's been something that's changed it, you know. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to keep it quiet. But I want to go to Paris, too, sometime. I don't know. You know, I just I, tell me I, I this, would love this, to do that. You know, I just see love when you think of Paris, you know, um, and I'm thinking like, that's where I need to go, right? Take the wife, go have wine and cheese and what is it? Crumpets. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even drink. I don't even eat that stuff, but I will when I'm in France, you know? I was like, you know, ratatouille, all that stuff. Yeah, just to do it. <laughs> what in French, uh, France do what the French do. Um, exactly. Just don't talk like them. And, and make sure you shave. That's that's baloney. I met some French girls when I was in Cuba. I really did. I was sitting there, and me and a couple of guys and a couple other girls, and I we could hear them talking because it was just like, uh, you know. And and we started talking to them. And after we sat there and talked to them for like an hour or two, you know, we were able to ask them like, "Is that true?" You know. And they're like, "There are people that don't do that more probably in France than most, but probably no, girls like that that are." A lot of them do, you know, a lot of them do shave, you know, 60, 70, 80% of them do. Right. And maybe more don't in America. We just don't know about it. I don't know. But anyways, it was something that I asked them from a straight French person, not from the media, not from American who, who's been to France one time, thinks they know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, man, Paris, where else would you like to take the old lady? Where have you ever thought of like, man, one of these days, you ever thought of that? Man. 
Honestly, I say old lady, I, I apologize. We're Midwesterners around here, but yeah, right. it's not old. It's old. See, they know they forget that O L E old. I was gonna say, man, don't, don't get me in trouble here. It um, ain't old. It's old, old lady. And and, and I, I say again, Paris. I, I definitely you know feel something like that. But and this is not even extravagant. But man, I want to do because hey, you live in Vegas. I want to do like a winter trip. You know, like a Aspen. Just get the cabin. You know, and actually see what it's like to have just snow everywhere and you just know, the fireplace. Right. You know, oh, so I haven't right. done. I haven't done something like that. You know ever so I, I think i would love to do something like that as well like like you gotta have like the big huge fireplace right the tv over it you're looking out the side big glass huge windows snow's falling right. mountains in the background you know evergreen trees exactly. you gotta you gotta have uh you gotta have a bunch of blankets that you're snuggled up on big couch right big couch right. man you know, I'm hot, hot chocolate the whole nine. Ooh, hot chocolate <laughs> i forgot about that part man Oh my goodness! Oh, woof! I do. In the I'm gonna miss say it, but the Maldives, Maldives, Maldives. I think it is. It's like on the other side of the world, the south of India. We all see it. It's like crystal clear water and these cabanas on the water. It's like twenty five thousand dollars a night. I'm hoping the price goes down in about ten years, or you know, the wife and I ain't going to that one. You know, so. Like, honey, I can't afford $100,000 for four nights. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Insurance is good, right? And you got that financial freedom rule, uh, truth number two. But, woo got to be a big one. Quincy, right. I appreciate your time very much, sir. This no, has been no. fun. This appreciate been fun. you, man. It's been a blast. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem whatsoever. And so, loyal listeners, I hope that I've given you something here. 58 minutes to you. It's a little longer when you're putting in the ads in the beginning. But Quincy and I, I hope you felt that rawness, that trueness. This was a conversation just I, I tell Quincy and I tell a lot of them. There were two people meeting at a local establishment, having a cold, refreshing beverage, and we are discussing insurance. And I hope that's what we did for you. And I want you to know that if you have any questions, you need to reach out to Quincy. You can find him out there, Quincy Branch on LinkedIn. Um, he's got a lot of wisdom. Quincy is part of the big eye because he is telling, he was not part of the big eye. He is, that's one of his volunteer efforts because he wants to help. And so reach out to Quincy. I learned a lot from Quincy and I learned um, that uh, where we have come from and where we're going makes me remember the last saying that I really like in, and it's that you will overestimate what you can do in a year, but you will grossly underestimate what you can do in 10 years. And, mm. and Quincy, it's been 10 years. It's almost been 10 mm. years. And look what we have done, right? So many times we did not meet our personal goals for the year, but here we are 10 years and we've met the goal that I think that we thought the vision we had. So kudos to you, man. And kudos to oh, you. Man. Right, right back at you, man. To all you loyal listeners, I do what I do because I do it for you. Tell me your thoughts and tell me your ideas, and I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. This has been Agency Intelligence, where I give you real agents inside real agencies, giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that they try to make you believe. This is Cass. He was Branch. We are out.